This is a Be Groovy or Leave production. Head to BeGroovyOrLeave.com to discover the best in new music. Now on with your show. Welcome to Life on Music. I'm your host, Jesse Napper. If you're new to the podcast, this is the show where I chat with a different musician each week all about music. And today I have Max Rayner from Will Dorado, who are a Tulsa-based rock band who recently put out their debut album. It's a self-titled album, and it has songs such as Head Right, which sounds like this. So many great songs on the album, so go ahead and check it out once you're finished with this episode or before, if that's what you feel like doing, and go check out their socials as well. I'll leave that all in the description of the episode. But let's jump into the chat with Max from Little Rado. So, from Little Rado, we have Max Rayner. How are we doing today, Max? I'm pretty great. How are you? You know, pretty good. It's a it's a good thing to wake up to. Um, chatting with someone it's always fun chatting with someone overseas because i'm always freaking out like have i got the time right have i got the time right it's yeah huge margin for error yeah so you've uh, you've stepped into a different day than us huh yeah i'm on i'm on thursday morning at the moment i assume you guys are like wednesday night or yeah. afternoon so it's uh 20 after six on wednesday yeah. i'm in colorado right now yeah nice it's always always a fun thing. I haven't done an overseas or international interview in a little bit, so I don't know. Get get ready for my my professionalism, I guess. Yeah, I'm I'm ready for it. So I guess we'll we'll start by chatting about the album. It's been out I guess about nine months now. Would that be about right? Yeah, October fifteenth. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I've, I've listened to the album a bunch, kind of leading up to this chat, and it's when it was sent to me. I, I said to um your publicist. This is exactly my vibe, which is um, which is which isn't, which isn't always the case. I always I, like I always like the music of the people I interview, but when it's like exactly right, it's like I don't know, like that chef kiss thing, you know. Well, dude, thank you. That's a that's a big honor to me. I, I, I love that. I love when strangers connect to something in the same way I do. It's a cool thing. Totally, totally. I was watching a little documentary that you you guys put together for for your YouTube channel, kind of about the the album, and I guess something in that that interested me the most was how you guys made the album and then kind of the pandemic hit and then coming out the other end and then releasing the album because you couldn't you, you didn't want to release when you you couldn't tour. What I wanted to know was, I guess, kind of going into that pandemic, it's kind of very unfortunate for like for everyone. But how did you feel being able to have that break? I guess what was your perspective beforehand and then? coming out of it, your perspective? My perspective while I was in it was just I was grateful to be home. Uh-huh. It's not very often that uh, you get a break that you didn't have to, you know, get from making a tough decision. It was just something that was laid in our laps. And we took it seriously and were uh, careful and luckily no one got sick. So it, mm-hmm. it was, you know, it was... Um, really only a good experience if I'm being honest the band I think the band really needed a break and uh we just kind of embraced it 
and did some other things and just to be straightforward, I, I, I was one of the best two years of my life. I had right. so much fun. Yeah, we built a studio and uh, something I've always dreamed of doing and finally got my hands on a really great deal and kind of transformed this old warehouse space. Uh, and it was just, yeah, it was just such a great thing to exercise a different, whole different span of thinking. Yeah, loved it. I mean, really the short answer is I loved it. Great. It's always a positive result. Yeah. I guess kind of a similar question, I guess, regarding the material of the album would have been about two years between making it and then putting it out. Is that about right? Yeah, collectively. I mean, I think that's fair to say because Surefire ended up on the record and it came out, I think, in 2019. Right. Yeah. So there's there was a big space there. And yeah, no one felt rushed. I think that's one thing that I'm always really trying to make sure we're not doing is rushing things just because, you know, I, I don't, I'm not a believer in putting something out just to put it out. Yeah, uh, sure. I always think there's, when there comes to your art, there's always time. And um, if you're still working, keep working. No, definitely. I guess two years, I don't know, it's kind of a, kind of a long time, I guess, in like in the music world, did your opinion of the songs on the album change at all? That's a great question. I think the answer would be no. Those songs, I think we we told in the, in the way that they needed to be told. Um, mm-hmm. If it did anything, it made me just think about this next record more because uh, we haven't ever had you know a body of work that we've just kind of sit and um, listen to for a long time. So right. it made me you know start dreaming more about how I want the next one to sound. If anything, right? Something something else I kind of love that you said um, on the in the documentary, and you. I guess you kind of touched on it a little bit earlier was how you kind of make music for yourself and it's like if people don't like it, you don't care all that much, which I always think is a good perspective to or a good good approach to have to music rather. I don't know, I guess because you're one person in however seven billion people, there's got to be more people like you that have similar interests. So, yeah, I kind of love that perspective. Well, it's, I think it boils down to you can't please everybody if you, mm. if you try to try to please one person then you're left with almost trying to please everybody it's kind of a never-ending cycle but it's not done come easily Mm. because it feels good you want um you want people to like what you do it's not um it's not a walk in the park but i think that's what an artist is isn't it just you you bring yourself to the table you bring yourself to the world and it's received or it's not as soon as you try to be someone else you start to kind of crumble the whole integrity of it yeah people like authenticity, I suppose. Yeah, I would hope so, man. I know yeah. I do. Yeah, for sure. And I, I guess especially in your genre as well, which is more of a, like in the rock and it's a little bit, I don't know, some kind of folkier elements and country elements as well. Um, mm-hmm. Just, I don't know, that's what I pick up from listening to it. So, yeah, I love it. But I wanted to also talk about a bit about touring as well. You've been... Since you've been all over the place recently, I think you you recently did a UK tour with Alt J. Is that right? Yeah. How was that? Pretty, pretty incredible. It's not something um, you know you get to do every day, right? We're no. we're legitimate fans too. Cool. Um, they had a very very big impact on me. That awesome wave record did when I was you know, starting the band, to be honest. And so it was kind of a cool full circle thing because it was wild. We we were with them on their 10-year anniversary of it. Right. Uh, 
so they did like the thing front to back one night at the Brixton Academy and yeah it's just special man I mean it was it's like every other trip it has its long moments and you know you're on the road and you're living out of a suitcase and missing your babies but uh man it was easy to really appreciate it and and it's not often you get to go out with a band where you're just totally blown away by their um creativity and musicality man i mean i i just can't i just can't get over how how cool i think they are they're just just such a cool band and they totally embraced us i mean it wasn't but an hour being at the first venue that they all kind of came and found us and we, you know, introduced ourselves and we went, we went everywhere with those guys and took us to pubs that took us to parties. Nice. They, yeah, it was just really cool, man. It was a once in a lifetime experience for all of us. Yeah. Cool. Is there anything from a band like that, that you learn both as kind of like watching them perform, but also seeing them, I guess, work behind the scenes and leading up to shows and after shows and stuff? Yeah, something I'm very interested is uh, or interested in is just the anxiety surrounding singing mm-hmm. because you know having done this for ten years now, it's you, you, I've never met anybody that hasn't thought about it. You know, if you're if you're the singer, it's just you kind of have to tailor your whole day around being able to sing through the set that night. It's really cool kind of getting their perspective on how they approach that. And, you know, not everyone does the same, but uh, I, I loved that. It was, cause it was fun to get to kind of see inside of their minds on that in that regard. But we never really saw them, you know, it wasn't like we were watching in the studio or anything. Mm-hmm. But on stage, man, they're just spot on and they they love it. Yeah, they love it. You can you can really tell they're, they just really enjoy nailing their parts which I'm a I'm a big fan of. I think that's really cool. I think it's fun that where it's like playing a show, and it's kind of the same thing as writing the songs. Where uh, you know you go into the beginning of a song and you're kind of presented with this challenge, and uh, you can either think the whole time, "I hope everybody likes this," or "I hope this sounds good," or you can think, "Man, I'm going to focus on my process and do my my best in this tune and not worry about the next one. And, and they just seemed like masters of that. Yeah, sounds like a great time. Was it the first time you'd been to the UK? Have you been there before on, on tour? No, never on tour. I had been to London when I was in um, grade school. Uh-huh. And then funny enough, my wife and my girls were, we went to London before that trip. We kind of had a trip planned to England. Uh-huh. So we went, I went back and forth to England twice in a you know span of a week as well. Right on. And audiences internationally can be a bit different, I guess. I suppose even like in America, there there would be um, big differences between crowds, like between states and like cities and stuff. Um, but did you notice any difference um, with the, I guess, the vibe of the crowds in the UK compared to the states? Yeah, well, you know, we were the support, and uh, we'd never been over, and we don't have a wild listenership over there. So it was, right. you know, every night we, we were greeted by people having no idea who we were. Yeah, uh, and it was kind of a head. A head mess because you know we had just come off a sold out tour in the states playing to our fans and that's you know such a certain energy you're yeah. you're playing to your kinfolk in a way and yeah. and then you go and play to strangers who are really you know waiting for you to finish so they can get to the act mm. that they came to see but um man just like everything else it just was a shift in a mind state and you know you go in with a different set of data and uh Ends up being really cool. Like, it's harder. I'll admit that, but uh, it's fun. It's fun to like 
I don't know, win people over. It's fun to, you know what I mean? It's fun to see responses and it's fun to do things for the first time. You know what I mean? It's not very often you get to do uh, something over and over again for the first time. But it's like when you go to a new market like that, you really are. You're you're doing, you're playing for the first time. People haven't seen you. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. For sure. And you're, are you currently on a US tour um, at the moment? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're on a little 10-day break. Then uh, we're back on in five days, man. So we're up here soaking it up. I, uh, it's a wild thing. I'm, you know, I'm right now. I'm in the headspace of trying to get excited for it. If I'm being honest, but uh, it's one of those things that I've learned to not think about too much. You just kind of react to, think about it too much, and uh, you usually miss in your expectations or, um, yeah, either that or you just kind of stress out. So. I'm just trying to be cool and enjoy getting to be with my family and enjoy being up in the mountains, man. It's kind of a happy place. Yeah, I suppose like with any job, but um, with touring, I suppose it's good to when you're off, just switch off completely. Well, we were talking yesterday. It's an interesting job because not many jobs are seasonal like Mm. our lives are. And uh, touring, it just is, you know, being being in a band or being a, recording artist is a very seasonal thing to do so yeah when one season ends you gotta go into the next one right yeah exactly i I wanted to also kind of point out um like we mentioned you you supported alt j um recently but there's been a few few pretty decent acts that you've been able to support in your um career so Mm -hmm. far The, the list i got here is kings of leon um Lindsay buckingham and christine mcvee and I think you got a Mount Joy um, tour coming up soon. Is that right? Yeah, and we've done a lot with them. They're they're pals. Oh, uh, cool. Yeah, you know, funny enough, we 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 asked a long story. We we played long story. We've played shows with Mount Joy for a long time, kind of from the beginning of both our bands. So it's fun to see them doing five thousand tickets places. I mean, that's mm. crazy. Yeah, that's dope. it's uh, yeah. You gotta watch it. It's cool to watch your friends kind of grow and and you grow with them and. Yeah, well, they've always been so cool about that. I mean, you know, it's such an oppor- it's just such a sweet thing when someone takes you on tour. You just don't find yourself in a situation like that often where you're just mm-hmm. playing to other people's fans. They expose sure. you to the thing they've built. Yeah. <sighs> so it rules. Yeah, done that. Um, yeah, man, we got to play with some cool people. It's pretty fun. I mean, like, always trying to. People are always asking, how do you define success in this? And you know, a lot of a lot of it is just meeting people, getting to do this mm. just bonkers stuff that you would have never dreamed of. Yeah, I suppose it's kind of a lot of pinch yourself moments. Like if you're playing like with like Buckingham and McVie, it's just like I remember them from my childhood listening to them. Yeah, I know. It's funny. Yeah. And it's so quickly becomes everyone just so quickly becomes a person. Yeah. Which is no, cool. No, exactly. Something we were talking a little bit, you mentioned a little bit earlier, kind of with the break that you had between recording and re- releasing, being able to think about, I guess, the next lot of songs that you um, want to want to release or record or, or like what you're writing, I, I suppose. Is there anything in particular that you're kind of going for with the next lot of songs? Yeah, I just want it to sound different. You know what I mean? I don't want to put out the same mm-hmm. thing twice. I think... Um, I want it to be an, an, just another brand new experience where we go in and uh, make something that wasn't there before. And we've got cool tunes floating around. I mean, there's there's stuff that I'm 
really liking. It was hard for me to ride on the road. So I'm, um, I feel, it's, you know, like I was saying about seasons, that's the season that's coming at the first of the year. I'm not, right. I'm not there yet. I try to, you know, I try to think that way continuously riding and, you know, allowing melodies and lines and wh- what have you exist in my brain. But uh, right now I'm really focused about on just like, surviving tour. <laughs> yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Have you been able to um, play any any new songs live? We haven't played any any tunes that uh, haven't been released. No, we're we're playing the record, man. Yeah, yeah for and, sure. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, dope. Well, it's been a been a great chat today. Thanks so much for for doing this. Yeah, man. Well, thanks for being interested in us. It's pretty rad. You're the first person to reach out from Australia. So yes, I'm winning. I'm I'm wait I'm waiting for the Australian tour. Better, better yeah, be soon. you think it'll happen? Surely it'll happen. Yeah, you've, you've sold at least one ticket, so there we go. <laughs> if you don't mind playing to one guy. Well, for real, man, cheers to you. I hope, I hope you have a great day. You too. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening, and thank you to Max for chatting with me. Don't forget to check out Will Dorado's debut self-titled album, which is out wherever you buy or stream music. So go ahead and listen to that and go and follow their socials as well to keep up to date with everything they're doing. But that is all for this episode. Until next week, goodbye. Life on Music was brought to you by Be Groovy or Leave. Head to BeGroovyOrLeave.com to discover the best in new music.